Hi, my name is Zena, and I am your life coach today. And today we are going to talk about how to stop shooting on yourself. Let's go. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert Zena teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. So when this comes out, it is going to be Christmas Eve here in New Zealand. Now, I'm recording it about a week or so earlier. (laughs) But it will be Christmas Eve, and we will be gearing up to celebrate Christmas together. And I want to share a little story with you all before we dive in. So a couple of my clients commented recently on an Instagram story that I shared. Now, if you're not following me on Instagram, come hang out. I share a lot of my life and a lot of the behind the scenes and all of the good stuff. So you can find me zena.jones.coach over on Instagram. And I shared recently, it was this weekend just gone, that I was at a Christmas parade. And at this Christmas parade, it was at the end of our street. We literally just had to walk a few a few houses down and there was this Christmas parade. And it was, you know, beautiful floats and people like jumping around and dancing and handing out lollies in the crowd and dressed up as Santa and dressed up as all sorts of things and lots of cheering and excitement and celebration and good energy. And there were hundreds, probably thousands of people lining the streets, kids of all ages, adults of all ages, people in deck chairs. It was so good. It was so fun. And a couple of my clients reached out to me and said, wow, I didn't realize that you could do that in New Zealand. And here's the thing. I, I don't watch the news and I don't pay, I choose not to absorb, you know, things that can negatively influence me. So I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news on the radio or anything like that. I'm very selective with the information that I absorb. So I didn't realize that so much of the world is still in lockdown. Now I knew it because I've seen it on Facebook and, and heard it from many people and my clients talk about it, but I don't see it in my brain. (laughs) I don't really think about it and imagine it. So here in New Zealand, we are able to walk around without masks on, without gloves on. We don't have, as, as far as I know, we don't have any community cases of COVID right now. So, you know, in 2020 COVID, that is the big thing this year. And so many people are in lockdown because of the pandemic. So I think that almost seeing that my Instagram story kind of gave my clients hope that if we can get back to living life normally inside New Zealand here, then they can too, right? And that we are getting closer. And also what it showed me with them telling me that and how, you know, how they didn't realize that we were, you know, able to live life as per normal again, it made me so grateful for the fact that we can, that this year I can celebrate Christmas with my family and I can enjoy the new year with my friends, right? We can all get together and we can have gatherings and we can do that. And I 
got so full of gratitude and what's the right word? Just, I don't even know that gratitude explains just how, um, how powerful it was to hear that, you know, I can do that and I should be so grateful. <laughs> Ironically, I should be, <laughs> but I am so grateful for that. It's, it's another word. It slipped my mind completely, but I just wanted to share that with you. Like if you are in a place that isn't lockdown and really struggling with the pandemic right now, you know, there is hope. And I have seen that there are vaccines being distributed, but either way, like if we here in New Zealand can return to life normally inside our country, it's coming, you guys. Okay, it's coming. I promise. <laughs> anyway, I was actually going to tell you, I don't know how I got so sidetracked, that what I would do on Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve, I've taken the day off, so I won't be coaching that day. And I am going to be baking. I'm going to bake a cheesecake. I am sugar-free, so I'm going to make a sugar-free cheesecake and some truffles as well. And believe me, all of this can be done sugar-free. <laughs> Most most of it, I think all of it's gluten-free as well. So anyway, that is what I will be doing on Christmas Eve when this episode airs. I'm going to be baking all day. I'm going to have on my Christmas apron and my Santa hat. And I'm going to be playing Christmas music, hanging out in the kitchen, sipping on champagne, having a good time. <laughs> I can't wait. So I hope that wherever you get to spend Christmas this year, you can really enjoy it right? Get really into it. However that looks for you, I appreciate that across the world, it looks very different for different countries, different cities, different states, but get right into it and enjoy it, right? You still can do that. All right, so <laughs> here we go. Today, we are talking about the use of the word should and, right? This is a super interactive episode, my friends. So if you're driving or if you're out walking or running, I am often running when I listen to a podcast, then I really want to encourage you to listen to this now, take it all in, and then maybe listen to it again later so that you can pause the episode and do the activities because you will get so much more out of it <clears throat> when you actually do those activities, okay? So... I should be further along. I should have my life figured out by now. I should be happier. I should lose weight. I should get in shape. I should have my own home by now. I should have figured out my next step. I should be settled down. I should be doing more. I should be more confident. That word should right? That word should implies that we are bad or we are wrong, right? Effectively, I'm saying like, I'm not far enough along and therefore I'm doing something wrong. There's something wrong with me. I'm bad, right? And I should be happier is saying I'm not happy enough, right? I'm doing something wrong. There's something wrong with me, right? Do you get my drift? <laughs> <laughs> should creates a feeling of shame, a feeling of guilt. Should, anything that follows those words, I should, never feels good. It only makes us feel terrible. Should makes us feel like shit. We are effectively shooting on ourselves, right? It's just like we are shitting on ourselves. And regardless of of how you choose to finish that sentence, 
I should, dot, dot, dot. It is always a thought. And a thought, my friend, is optional. Now, if I could remove a single word from the English language, from the dictionary, right? Just banish it altogether. It would be should, right? I would dissolve that word into thin air because should only ever creates pain. Now, before you try to remove it from your vocabulary altogether, <laughs> I want to encourage you, not just yet, right? Hang in there for a second because the way we use this word and the way we finish that sentence will teach us a lot about ourselves. So what I want to encourage you to do is to finish that sentence, I should, dot, 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 with the first 10 things that come to mind, right? I should, dot, 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 dot. I should, dot, 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 dot. I should, dot, 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 right? Then what we're going to do is we are going to take each one. We're going to ask ourselves why. I should be further along. Why? I should be further along because then I think I'd feel happier. I'd feel better about myself in my life, right? I should be more confident because then I would do more and I would put myself out there more. I'd feel better. I should lose weight and get in shape because then I'll feel more confident. I'll be happier. I'll feel better about myself. I should have settled down by now. Why? I should be doing more. Why? Because then I'd be further along. Because then I'd feel happier. Right? You get my drift? I should dot 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 ask yourself why. Now the most common answers I get in my coaching sessions are different versions of because other people are right? Because so-and-so said you should. Because society implies that you should. Because I will feel better if I do, right? Now, make sure you do that step, right? Write out your I shoulds and then for each individual one, ask yourself why. Now, we're going to come back to that in a minute, okay? I want to come back to some of that in just a minute, but Next up, I want you, once you've done that, to replace your shoulds with, if I wanted to, I could, right? Now, as you do this, for each one, ask yourself with curiosity and compassion why you haven't. So for example, if I wanted to be further, sorry, if I wanted to, I could be further along. Why haven't I? If I wanted to, I could become more confident. Why haven't I? If I wanted to, I could lose weight and get in shape. Why haven't I? If I wanted to, I could be doing more. Why haven't I? And the most common answers that my clients give 
are different versions of I don't know how. I don't know where to start. I don't really want to. I'm scared. Or I'm afraid that I might fail or I might not be able to. Now, with this new awareness, what can you drop from your should list? Right? Let me share a couple of examples. So when I realized that my thought of I should be doing more was met with, I actually don't want to be doing more. I like this lifestyle that I have. I dropped it instantly. And when I realized that my thought of I should lose weight was met with, actually, I'm quite happy with my current body shape, with my current size and with my physical activity level. I feel pretty good. I dropped that should thought, that shitty should thought altogether. So when we see that we only think we should because our parent parents said so or society implied we should, right? Then we really get to question if we ever really wanted to, right? And it creates such freedom and empowerment to question it. I remember learning that thinking I should buy a house, settle down, you know, get a really good job, get married and have kids and all of that, right? I remember learning that I, I, you know, thinking I should do that was just a thought that my parents had offered me and I had believed and that I actually didn't want to. So much pain was lifted when I realized I didn't want to. I just thought I should. Right. So much. There was so much shame around thinking like I'm doing it wrong and I'm bad for not wanting that. Right. And that guilt and that shame began began to almost dissolve. Right. It started to disappear. Right. So what can you let go from your list of shoulds? Now. I want to bring us back to thinking that we will feel better if we do, right? So for example, I should be further along. Why? Because then I would be happier and more confident, right? That's a version of thinking we will feel better if we do, okay? So I should lose weight because then I will feel happier about my body and more confident in my own skin, right? So... Here's what I want to remind you all of. What determines how we feel? It's like a quiz. <laughs> Our thoughts, okay? What we think determines how we feel. Now, I have told you guys about the self-coaching model on this podcast multiple times. And in case you're brand new here, or in case you just need a refresher, we're going to go through it real quickly, right? There are circumstances in the world they are the facts, okay? We have thoughts about those circumstances, about the facts in our lives, the facts in the world. Those thoughts determine how we feel. And then how we feel determines the actions we take, what we do, what we don't do. And the actions we take or don't take are what create our results in life. So, 
What we think about the facts of our lives determine how we feel. It's not the facts themselves that make us feel a certain way, right? The facts, the circumstances are neutral until we have a thought about them. Now, I'm going to share an example with you all. So I remember in my early 20s thinking if I could just get down to 68 kgs, then I would be happy, right? 68 kgs was my ultimate goal weight, and then I was going to be happy. Now, I got down to 66, right? So I was less than the goal weight, and I was not happy. I had thoughts like, I just need to lose this little wobbly bit on my arm here, right? I need, to, I need to make my thighs smaller. I can't wear a bikini yet, hell no. I still have lumpy bits. Is that cellulite? Yuck, I look gross, I need to lose more. And those thoughts made me feel awful about myself, right? The amount of weight, like the amount I weighed, didn't make me feel anything. Right? My weight of 66 kilos was completely neutral. My thoughts about it made me feel terrible. So what we think determines how we feel. Not what we have, not what we do, or what we create. Our thoughts, right? So let's start by clearing out the shitty cupboard full of shoulds. Right? And start examining those thoughts. It's just like emptying a big handbag onto the floor, right? Like as women, some of us, I'm definitely, this is me, I have my hand raised. <laughs> some of us have very large handbags with all manner of different things in there, right? So it's just like emptying that big handbag out onto the floor and each item in there is a should thought. And you're going to look at each item and question it. Examine it. Decide if you want to toss it out or put it back in the bag and keep carrying it around. Right? So my friends, as long as you keep looking outside of you for answers, you're not going to find them. Right? Trust me. I tried this for years. Right? More than 10 years, I promised. <laughs> as long as you keep thinking that that happiness and that confidence is in doing more, achieving more, creating more, getting more, right? That is searching for answers outside of you. It's not going to happen, my friends. And I can help, all right? This is the work I do with my clients. I help you feel better about yourself and your life. I show you exactly how to feel happy and how to be more confident and it all starts with getting on a free one hour call with me. A call that is guaranteed to help you feel better and give you clarity. Regardless of whether you decide to hire me as your coach, this call will help you right now. All right. If not now, when? Now. Let's do it. All right, head on over to solowomentraveltribe.as.me. Book a call with me. Your future self will thank you for doing that. Now, my friends, have a magical Christmas. 
I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. I love recording this podcast. I have so much fun. I really enjoy it. And I have so much gratitude and love to all of you. Now, I will be thinking of you all on Christmas Day and sending so much love out to you all across the world. I will raise a glass of champagne to you all for sure. All right. So have a safe and happy Christmas and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care. Are you ready to create the confidence and courage you need to change your own life? Imagine putting yourself first, enjoying being you, saying no to that shit that just doesn't serve you and saying yes to what it is that you want. Imagine no longer caring or worrying about what other people think. Speaking up, using your voice, standing for what you believe in. Imagine having your own back and making powerful decisions. If you want that, if you are ready, then I want to invite you to come and join me on a coaching consult call. One hour, just you and me exploring your life and your future. All you need to do is visit solowomentraveltribe.com slash free call and I'll take it from there. I've got you. Let's do this.